On today's show, we talk all about Logan Stankoven and the impressive hardware that he has secured from his fantastic year in the Canadian Hockey League. We'll talk about what the award means and compare him to other NHL greats who have won this award, talk about his relationship with Wyatt Johnston going into the summer, and talk about the newest two-way contract signee for the Dallas Stars. All coming up on this Wednesday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Wednesday, June 29th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting platform. The best way to help out the show is by leaving a comment on YouTube uh, and giving us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Thank you guys for continuing to tune into the show week in, week out, every single day. But let's jump right into the main discussion that we are going to be focusing on today, and that is, of course, Stars Prospect 2021 second-round draft pick Logan Stankov. And we talked about him a good amount this offseason, but he is back in the news cycle again after securing the Player of the Year award for the 2021-2022 CHL season. The David Branch Player of the Year award has officially been announced uh, to go to Logan Stankov and White Johnston, another Dallas Stars prospect, the first round pick from the 2021 NHL draft. Uh, also was a finalist for this award, but you know, he won the award for the highest scorer in the CHL, I believe. Uh, and now Logan Stankoven wins player of the year. And rightfully so. Stankoven and Johnston both had fantastic seasons. But Stankoven, uh, just nothing to be disappointed in at all with 45 goals, 59 assists, 104 points in total in only 59 games played. And of course, he and his team, the Kamloops Blazers, made it all the way to Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals, where they did eventually lose to the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, and so, again, nothing to be ashamed of on Stan Cohen's part. A deep playoff run with his team in the WHL. Uh, and of course, I, I believe that this award rightfully given to him. And, you know, I was curious to go back and see which other players currently playing in the National Hockey League were previous winners of this David Branch Award. And it's a lot of guys that, you know, are really, really successful in the NHL right now, um, or at least are off to a good start with their time in the league because some of these guys not quite as long-tenured as other players. Jordan Eberle won the award back in 2010, and now he is one of the premier players for the Seattle Kraken, was a great player for the New York Islanders. Uh, more recently, Alexis Lafreniere, 2019 winner. He now plays for the New York Rangers. Alex Dabrinkit, 2017, won the award. Now one of the highly sought after potentially trade pieces for the Chicago Blackhawks this offseason. Mitch Marner, one of the premier Toronto Maple Leafs players of the past few seasons, won the award 
back in 2016. And perhaps the biggest name on this list, the winner of the David Branch Award back in 2015, was Edmonton's own Connor McDavid. Uh, and so obviously we can't just come out and say that Logan Stankoven is destined to be the next Connor McDavid, that he's going to be a Hart Trophy caliber player. Obviously, we have no indication to believe that. I mean, McDavid is a once-in-a-generation type player, and Stan Coven is very good. So, we, you know, we can't just assume and make that conclusion. That's not what I'm here to do, but I do think it is a good side to see Stan Coven now on the same list as several of the players that I just mentioned. Like I said, Debrinkit uh, has been one of the best scorers in the league. We talked about him a few weeks ago. Um, one of the most efficient goal scorers in the NHL right now, despite being on a team in Chicago that seems to be rebuilding. Marner, like I said, has been just an absolute threat on offense now, paired alongside Austin Matthews. Jordan Eberle's been a really consistent player for the past several years. Lafreniere has had a nice start to his career with the New York Rangers. Uh, and of course, Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid. No uh, introduction expla explanation needed for him. So it's great to see that so many other award winners um, from the CHL have gone on to have great NHL success and so Stan Coven is certainly another player um, that talking about as we get closer and closer to training camp and the preseason that we will need to monitor him closely to see whether or not that he will make the NHL roster by the time the season starts or if he will be spending another season uh, in the juniors with the Kamloops Blazers I'm excited to see how he performs I know uh, I've seen some other people say kind of recently that they're excited for training camp to begin for the stars that there's kind of this uh, excitement building around preseason games, which it's crazy to think that we could be getting excited for preseason hockey. Um, although after we go a few weeks without any sort of hockey, I'm sure even the preseason will be a sight for sore eyes, but especially to just see how guys like Bork, Johnston, Stan Coven get to play in those games to see if they are cut out to make it in the National Hockey League. Uh, and there's a guy named Scott Wheeler who covers uh, the NHL draft and NHL prospects for the athletic. Um, and he had a lot to say about Logan Stankoven. A lot of really good things to say after it was announced that he won this award for the CHL. And he had a quote. I'm not exactly sure when this quote was written. Maybe back when he was a draft prospect in the NHL. I've thrown it up on the screen now on YouTube, but I'm going to go ahead and read it out as well for those of you listening on audio. But this is what the quote says. He said, I had one source describe Stankoven as a superhuman inside the offensive zone. And when you hear that again and again in different ways from different people, then you watch him fill the net on the ice. The size thing of him being a five foot eight begins to dissipate. From the top of the faceoff circles in, Stan Coven's a threatening creator who can crack a game open in a split second and who is even more dangerous the closer he gets to the hash marks. He's got a lethal release. He's strong on his feet for his size, which helps him keep a surprising number of plays alive. He can break down defenders in traffic. He's a sneaky good facilitator and he plays with a ton of energy. It's not hard to imagine him building towards a career as a top six winger in the NHL. Again, that is Scott Wheeler. He covers the NHL draft and prospects for the athletic. We'll be talking about some of his quotes in conversation with Logan Stankoven a little bit later in the show, but that is just fantastic stuff to hear from a guy who covers the NHL and its prospects so closely to hear that he's just an electric piece of any offense that he's a part of from a scoring standpoint, from a playmaking facilitating standpoint, but also just an energy standpoint. Like uh, the quote said, he is a smaller player at five foot eight inches, uh, but we've seen how some small guys can really come out and dominate this league like Johnny Gaudreau. And so I don't think it's too far fetched to believe that Stan Coven can certainly find a role on this stars roster, whether that's this season or whether that's next season or farther down the line. 
He certainly does seem to be getting off on the right foot in his young professional hockey career, building towards what could be hopefully a, a top six appearance for the Dallas Stars somewhere either on a top line eventually um, or somewhere you know, on that second line, uh, once guys like Tyler Sagan start to fade out or Dennis Gurionov, whether he gets another contract after his one-year deal that he just signed for this coming season, going to be so fascinating to watch how Logan Stankoven continues to develop. And like I said, winning this award and having the season he had, clearly taking steps in the right direction. And again, it's all going to come down to training camp, which we're going to be hyping up and getting excited for all summer long but we're going to take a quick break and we're going to continue to talk about logan stankoven and his relationship with wyatt johnston and how he feels about getting to play in dallas soon today's episode of locked on stars is brought to you by our friends at bet online betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. All right, we're moving on on today's episode of Locked On Stars, continuing to talk prospects. Logan Stankoven and Wyatt Johnston, two of the biggest names within the Dallas Stars prospect pool, up there with the likes of 2020 first-round pick Maverick Bork. Thank you guys again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. We're going to continue to talk about some things that Scott Wheeler of The Athletic had to say about Logan Stankoven. He did have a quote from Stankoven after winning the award for the CHL's Most Outstanding Player, saying that Stankoven came out hungry this year because he was not very happy with how the draft went last summer. Obviously, he was excited to be playing in Dallas, uh, but you know he went out there and uh, obviously thought that he deserved to be higher of a pick than in the second round. And obviously you could see that come to fruition with the way that he played with the Kamloops Blazers this past season with his 104 points and only 59 games. And so I think that's a really great thing to see from a young player, a guy that can kind of take, you know, something like that as great as it is to be drafted in the NHL. You see it in sports all the time. You see people that get drafted low that think they're worth higher of a pick and more likely than not, those kind of people that think that likely are. Uh, more worthy in, uh, of that pick. And guys like Wheeler and other people have even said that they think Stankoven could have easily been a first-round draft pick last season, but maybe there were some hesitancies on his size, which is kind of a, a weird argument to make with guys like Johnny Gaudreau running around the league. Of course, not every single short, smaller, undersized player is going to play to that level, um, but you know, there's high risk and high reward with that situation. And it seems to be paying off for Stan Coven with him playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I, I think that that's going to bode well for him in training camp and in preseason games where if he even even if he doesn't make the NHL roster, I think that it will be a tough decision for, you know, Pete DeBoer and his coaching staff and the front office, whoever else is involved in the decision of who makes the cut and who does not. It's going to make things incredibly difficult for them to have to turn him away and, and potentially send him back to juniors for another season. Uh, but also I could see things going very well for him in training camp and in the preseason, and maybe he cracks 
a roster spot, which could be a, a really fun story to follow. And it's going to be a crowded forward room this you know, preseason uh, and, you know, training camp. And there's guys even on yesterday's show talking about my way too early lineup projections that I didn't even mention, like Yoel Kiviranta, so many other prospects uh, at the AHL level as well. So it's going to be crowded, but Stan Coven has proven that he does have that chip on his shoulder and he certainly does play with a little bit of edge. So I expect that to come out in its entirety this summer. And Stan Coven also was quoted saying that he has known you know, uh, fellow 2021 draft pick for the stars, Wyatt Johnson for a few years now, and that he obviously, uh, you know, has gotten to know him and that he respects him as a player, but there's also a ton of respect for him just as a person, which I think speaks volumes for them going forward within the stars organization. More than likely they will be playing alongside one another, whether that's this season or farther on down the line. I imagine that both of these players are guys that the, that Jim Neal and company will want to keep within the organization for quite some time and that could be a really exciting thing if they're if this friendship uh, and chemistry that seems to already be established continues to grow and get better we could potentially be seeing the emergence of the next great dallas stars duo we've talked about in the past you know sagan and ben were kind of the iconic stars duo for several years and now we're kind of shifting into this generation uh, where it looks like it could be Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson. But how crazy would it be if we could have Robo and Rope? But then right behind them, you have Johnston and Stankoven as the next great pair of forwards on this Dallas Stars team. If we could have two young and relatively young duos kind of leading this team offensively and bringing in this next generation of Stars hockey, I think that that could be something worth getting excited about and it could potentially carry this team a long way, especially with a solid goaltender. And depending on how, you know, Miro Haskin and what other defensemen get added to that decor over the coming years could make for a really exciting organization and franchise for years to come. They can continue to build that great chemistry that they've already established with one another, clearly not playing on the same junior clubs right now, um, but, you know, coming up kind of through the ranks together and obviously having these fantastic seasons. I'm sure that they've been in touch with one another quite some time. Uh, probably talking about and fantasizing about playing in the NHL together with the Dallas Stars. And I think Johnson's going to be another one of those guys that we get to see come in with a lot on his shoulders, wanting to prove himself, uh, you know, a guy that maybe seemed like a little bit of a reach. I remember people saying that whenever he was picked in the first round by the Stars last summer. And certainly I'm sure that he's out to prove people wrong for that. And he has done so very well uh, with his performance with the Windsor Spitfires this past season. I think he's going to continue to do that. Another of a somewhat smaller player, but a guy that has a lot of similar strengths to Stankoven. If you look up some of his scouting reports online. So you heard it here first that we could be seeing the next potential great Dallas Stars forward duo in Logan Stankoven and Wyatt Johnston. And one of the best parts about all of that is the Stars could be having them on the roster as early as this season, if not later on down the line, for not a whole lot of money. Both guys are currently under entry-level contracts worth less than $900,000 through the 2024-2025 season. So even if they don't make their debuts this season, if they don't appear on the NHL roster, that's okay because their entry-level contracts will still go until the end of the 2025 NHL season, whenever that comes to an end. So we could be seeing them maybe a year from now on the NHL roster, but again, we could be seeing them making the cut this season. It's going to depend on how things shape out this summer, but that's it's similar to what we saw with Jason Robertson for the past two seasons. He was still under his entry-level deal. He was making, I think, like $925,000, which is either right at or as much as you can make on an entry-level deal. And Johnston, 
Stan Coven, a lot younger than Jason Robertson was whenever he made his NHL debut. So still not a ton of money. Uh, and if the Stars continue to have a playoff caliber roster, it could be really nice to have two electric offensive weapons like that on the team for not a huge chunk of cash. So lots to be excited about. Continue to keep an eye on both of those names throughout the summer and especially as training camp and the preseason get closer. Coming up next, we are going to talk about another interesting Dallas Stars prospect, Joseph Ciccone, who just signed a new deal with the organization. All of that coming up after a quick break. All right, we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, talking about Joseph Ciccone, a defenseman within the Dallas Stars organization who has played a handful of years in Cedar Park for the Texas Stars. It was announced yesterday that Ciccone has signed a one-year two-way extension with the team. So that means he will likely be spending most of his time in the AHL with the Texas Stars, but could, if needed, make an appearance in the NHL with the Dallas Stars. Last season, Ciccone for the Texas Stars had one goal, 15 assists, and 16 points in total. His assists were third and defenseman um rankings on the entire team for the Texas Stars, and then his 16 points were the fourth most by a defenseman on the team. So not a monumental season, nothing to say, oh, this is one of the defensemen of the future, but certainly not a bad season. I believe both assist and points that those were career highs for him. So this is a guy 25 years old, still developing, still kind of finding his way in the world of professional hockey here in Texas. This is a guy that played at the University of Michigan, uh, has quite a bit of experience there. This is a, a seasoned hockey veteran, even though he hasn't been in professional hockey for very long. He certainly has played his fair share of high-level competitive hockey. And this, the most interesting part about this deal, in my eyes, uh, I believe it was Saad Youssef who made a point about this on Twitter. This is another right-handed defenseman who is staying with the franchise for at least one more season. We touched on it a little bit yesterday on the lineup projection episode that the majority of the defensemen that will be on the roster next season at the NHL level are all left-handed. And, of course, you could point to some of the offensive struggles for the defensemen last season for the Dallas Stars by saying that some of the demon were not playing on their strong side on offense just because just about everyone except Yanni Hockenpah and John Klingberg were left-handed. That includes Ryan Suter, Miro Haskin, and Essen Lindell, Thomas Harley, Joel Hanley, all of those guys all shooting left-handed. So it's not a guarantee that Ciccone could be you know, a, a shoe-in for the NHL roster, but it's certainly something to keep an eye on. If he has a nice summer, a nice training camp, would not shock me if he's able to get some time at the NHL level and a guy that could come fill in if there's injuries or you know, something happens where someone is unable to go on a game day. This is a guy that you could call up uh, and he could get some decent minutes uh, at the NHL level. So of course, again, like the other guys that we've been talking about this episode um, and said it a ton of times now, training camp preseason, that's going to be huge for Ciccone this summer to see how much he has truly developed and if he can hang with the guys on the NHL roster. I still think that we might see guys like Ben Gleason before we could see a guy like Ciccone, but there's a reason that they've that they've extended him to this two-year deal. Not a ton of money, uh, a guy that still has had some nice seasons with the Texas Stars in Cedar Park, so you know, you want to keep him there and keep that team competitive, keep them fresh, uh, but also a guy who could make the jump to the NHL if needed. And another interesting angle to look at this defenseman situation, again, all of this talk about John Klingberg is speculation that he likely will not be a Dallas star at the start of next season. 
And, and so there's kind of this need to go out and find this defenseman to kind of replace what John Klingberg has been. Of course, Miro Haskinen is the defenseman cornerstone of this franchise. He's going to be one of the cornerstones of this team for years to come. But there still kind of feels like in the back of our heads that need to go out and get another high-level defenseman like John Klingberg was. That's very much easier said than done. And perhaps the Stars could even pursue a defenseman in the draft this summer as well. Picking number 18 overall is a very interesting spot. Haven't done a whole lot of digging as to who could be available there. This is a very top-heavy draft. The Stars obviously nowhere near the top with the 18th overall pick. Not in the lottery. That's what happens when you make the postseason, but also get that first-round exit. Uh, it's kind of a lose-lose situation, and that right, you know, getting knocked out in seven games to the Flames in round one, but then also not getting a great draft pick and being stuck somewhere in the middle. So maybe the Stars will look to trade their draft pick for a different player, or maybe they will look to select someone, and maybe they will go the defenseman route, depending on who's available going to be interesting to see how things continue to shape out with free agency rapidly approaching on july 13th but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to our show and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform we are free and available on spotify and apple where you can leave a five-star review just takes a couple of seconds and helps the show out tremendously Thank you guys so much for continuing to tune in. You can find and follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked on Stars. Thank you guys for listening and watching today's episode. We will see you back here tomorrow.